You are listening to Stand Out, Get Noticed, episode 263. Hello, Rockstar. Welcome to Stand Out, Get Noticed. I'm your host, Christina Cantors. I help professionals and business leaders to build powerful communication skills. You can learn more about our training programs at thecmethod.com. I'm really excited for this week's podcast because it's something that the idea came to me the other day and I was like, got to talk about this on the show. It's all about the real reason, right, with emphasis on the real reason why you ramble. Now, does this resonate with you? And it may not even be rambling. It's, It's basically the real reason behind the challenges that you have when it comes to speaking and communication. So this could be you freeze up or you stutter or you go bright red, right? This is something I hear all the time. When people come to me for coaching, they say to me, Christina, when I'm public speaking, I just tend to ramble. Christina, when I get nervous, I freeze up. Christina, when I'm in meetings, my voice shakes and I can't articulate myself. And then the next question always is, How do I fix this? How do I fix this problem? How do I stop my rambling? How do I stop freezing up? How do I articulate myself better and stop my voice shaking? Right? So this is what I'm hearing from people. And here's the thing. I can tell you how to fix this problem, but that won't help. And why? Because rambling and freezing up and your shaky voice and going red and tripping over your words are not the problem. I'm going to repeat that. They are not the problem. They are a symptom of the real problem. Mm -hmm. So in this episode, I'm going to challenge you to think more deeply about the challenges you have with speaking, communication, and leadership. I'm going to challenge you to think more deeply. So I need you to be ready for this one. And this is why I'm so excited because so much of the work that I do is around helping people to think more deeply about how they behave, about their emotions and about how they think. This is powerful stuff, rockstar, powerful stuff. I truly believe that the more self-awareness you can develop and the more you can think deeply about what goes on in that beautiful mind of yours, the closer you will get to making real transformational change. So if you're tired of experiencing the same nerves and anxiety and communication challenges over and over again, and you are ready to fix them once and for all, then keep listening. This episode's for you. All right, so let me give you an example. So since lockdown... I haven't been leaving my apartment often, of course, or using my car. I've been a good citizen. And a few weeks back, Aaron, my husband, and I had to make a trip down to the hardware store, which is an essential service, of course. So we get in the car, we put the key in the ignition, and putt, 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 the car doesn't start. I was like, what? My car is so reliable. It's a Mazda. It's the best. It never breaks down. So I'm trying again. Putt, 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 putt. It splutters and it stops. Okay, so I have an obvious problem here. The car doesn't start. So maybe you've experienced this before, right? Your car doesn't start. I think we've all experienced this at some point. Now, when this happens, what do we normally do? 
Do we say, okay, the problem is that the car won't start. How do I get the car to start? Oh, I'm just going to keep trying to start the car. I'll just keep turning the key in the ignition. I'll just keep trying over and over and over again. Does that work? No, it doesn't work. We know that simply trying over and over again is not going to fix the problem. We know when a car doesn't start, when the the symptom of the problem is the car doesn't start, we know that there's another problem which is causing the car to not start. So you might call a mechanic to diagnose the problem, say, my car won't start, can you please figure out what's going wrong? Some of you might Google the problem and figure it out. Some of you might know already what the cause is, if you're good with that type of thing. If you like me, uh, you call your dad. He's the first person you call. And the first question, you know, you ask, and this is, this is what I said to my dad. I said, oh, dad, my car won't start. Why do you think that is? What could it possibly be? What could the cause be? And my dad said to me, he goes, oh, well, look, there could be a, f- a few reasons. Maybe your battery's flat. Maybe your starter motor is dead. Maybe the alternator has failed. Maybe the ignition switch is failing. Maybe you're out of petrol, right? There could be so many different reasons that your car does not start. So we did some, oh, we got our neighbors to come down and jumpstart the car for us because my dad said to me, look, let's test it out. If you can jumpstart the car then and, the, and it works, chances are the, it's the battery. So the battery is the cause. So we had our neighbors come down and help us to jumpstart the car and the car worked. It started. We're like, okay, great. So clearly I had a flat battery, but then we had to figure out, well, why is the battery flat? Because of course, if I drive around and I stop the car, is the car going to then not start again? So we need to understand why is the battery flat? And then there could be a few reasons again. The battery could be really old and need replacing. It could be because you left your lights on overnight. Perhaps it's been really cold and you haven't been using your car enough. So again, there are a few different reasons that are causing the battery to be flat. So to prevent this from happening next next time, you remember, okay, if you if you diagnose that the real problem was that you left your lights on, then next time you just won't leave your lights on, right? That's how you fix that problem. Or you make sure that you replace your car battery every three to five years. Um, in our case, we <laughs> found out that um, dad was, my dad was like, how old's, what's the date on your car battery? And I was like, uh, and I went and found it. And it was something like 2008. <laughs> and he was saying, okay, 12 years for a battery is pretty old. I'm surprised it lasted as long as it did. You definitely need a new battery. So we went back. So we went, so we went to the um, auto barn and we grabbed a new battery and fixed the problem. Okay. So let's get back to the rambling problem. The rambling. So your, your physical symptom, the problem that is the most obvious to you, such as I'm rambling, I'm freezing up, I'm going red, I'm, I'm stumbling, I'm, you know, doing all these undesirable things. That is like your car not starting. It's noticeable. It's annoying. It frustrates you and it doesn't allow you to do what you need to do effectively. So that is, that is the, the symptom of the problem. But most people, instead of like with a car, 
that, you know, like with a car, we'll say, okay, car doesn't start. Let's figure it out. What's the cause? In the case of our communication or our leadership or things that make us anxious, most people will say, I ramble. It's a problem. How do I stop? So if you think about the car example, focusing on the end result of this problem is not going to help you. I could literally say to you, oh, that's easy. Just stop rambling. Duh. Just slow down. Speak clearly. Saying that to someone is like saying, just start the car. Just put the key in the ignition and turn it. It's not helpful, right? It's not going to help. So this is where this really fantastic technique comes in to help us understand what is the the root cause behind the problem. And it's difficult when it's something like communication or speaking because it's going on in our mind. It's not a physical thing that we can see. So with a car, we can diagnose. We can go, okay, look at the battery here. Look at the ignition. Look at the petrol gauge. How, you know, how low is it? We can physically see what is causing a problem. When it's something like our communication, it's something that that goes on in our mind, in our body, in our mind. And the only visible thing that we can see is the end res- is the the end problem. So you know the rambling. That's a physical manifestation of of a problem, the real problem. You're shaking hands. You you know, pacing up and down, you talking too fast, you swaying from side to side, you hunching over in your chair, you apologizing all the time. All of those things are physical manifestations of the real problem. So we need to go inside. We need to go deep. We need to look at what's really causing that to happen, right? So what is our dead battery inside? What What is that thing that's causing it? But it's not easy because it's all happening internally. So I'm going to introduce to you a technique called the five whys. And this is a great tool that you can use to get to the root cause of a problem. And this technique was originally developed by Sakichi, probably going to say this wrong, Sakichi Toyota. And this was used within the Toyota um, Motor Corporation to pinpoint problems and improve their manufacturing processes. So Taichi Ono from Toyota, he says that the basis of Toyota's specific approach is to ask why five times whenever we find a problem. By repeating why five times, the nature of the problem as well as its solution becomes clear. Cool, right? So let's use the car example to put this into practice. So the first problem is the car won't start. We ask why. Why won't the car start? The answer is, well, because the battery is flat. So you then ask why again. Why is the battery flat? Well, because it's 12 years old and it hasn't been replaced. And again, we could say, well, why? Why hasn't it been replaced? And when I think about it now, I'm thinking, well, because I know nothing about car maintenance and I'm lazy. So really, when we get to the root cause of the problem as to why my car won't start, it's actually because I don't know anything about cars and I've been really lazy in my car maintenance. So that's the actual cause. That's the real cause, right, of the problem. 
So a solution to this, to stop my car's battery from going flat and then having a car that doesn't go, I might maybe find a solution, which is to set a reminder to replace my car battery in five years time instead of 12 years. So that in itself is a really simple demonstration of using the five wires. And in fact, I didn't even use five wires. I only used one, two, three wires and we got to the root cause of the problem. Now, you may not need all um, five, which is fine, but I think it's five wires because you can pretty much get to the root cause of any problem with five. So let's do this with your rambling. Let's go back to the rambling example. So here's the problem. When in meetings, I ramble. The first why is why do you ramble? It could be because I'm nervous. So then I'm going to ask, why are you nervous? So you're going to have to think deeply about this. There might be a few reasons, which is fine. So you might write them all down. One reason that I hear all the time when I work with clients is they'll say, because everyone's looking at me. Now, the next why is not going to be, why is everyone looking at you? Because that's just the situation. That's not the problem. So I would say, why do you get nervous when everyone is looking at you? And what I hear, one example, you know, this is what I hear a lot of people say is because I'm afraid of saying the wrong thing. So we're going to go to the why again. This is already four whys. The fourth why, why are you afraid of saying the wrong thing? And an answer to this could be, well, because if I say the wrong thing, they will think I'm not knowledgeable or good at my job. And then the fifth why that I would ask here is, why is that a problem for you? So why is it, why are you, um, why is it a problem that your colleagues think that you're not knowledgeable or not good at your job? And then something that I might hear from a client is they'll say, it's a problem because it will mean that I am not good enough as a person. So as you can see here, you know, this is going to be a little different for everyone, of course. I'm not saying these five whys and the, and the answers will be exactly your situation. But as you can see, it's really, we're really going deep here. So what we find out with this technique is that the real reason why you ramble may turn out to be that you don't think that you're good enough. You don't think that you're not enough not good enough, not smart enough, that you don't deserve to be there in that meeting. So once we get to that, that real cause to fix the problem of the rambling, we then need to shift the mindset to start believing that you as a person are worthy to be in the room, that you deserve to be there. And you are enough just as you are. You don't have to prove how smart or knowledgeable or experienced or how funny or charismatic you are. You just have to be exactly as you are. So if you put yourself in the shoes of this person in this example, if they believe that 
they are enough as a person. They believe that they are good enough and they deserve to be in that room. Then they're not going to worry about saying the wrong thing. And if they're not worried about saying the wrong thing, they're not going to get as nervous when everyone is looking at them. And when they're not, and then when they're not feeling super nervous, they're going to be breathing more um, slowly. They're going to be allowing more oxygen into their brain. Their brain, as a result, is going to operate a bit more. Is it, um, it's going to be run more efficiently. They're going to be able to think clearly, and they're going to be able to speak clearly. And as a result, they might slow down in their speech. And they're going to express themselves articulately and voila, no more rambling. So you can see how that process is super powerful. And, you know, this is something that you can absolutely do for yourself or do with a a colleague or someone you trust. But it isn't easy, okay? So maybe you'll give this a go, but I want you to be aware of one thing. As soon as you hear that question, why, you know, why do you ramble or why are you nervous? Why are you afraid of saying the wrong thing? I want you to avoid saying, I don't know. I just do. As soon as you say, I don't know, you've just put a blocker on your deep thinking. You've just stopped yourself from going any deeper. This is a quick escape. We can't help you if you say, if, if I ask you, you know, why do you get nervous? And you say, oh, I don't know. I just do. Fix me. It doesn't work that way. When I'm coaching people, I don't accept I don't know as an answer. It's like, it's banned. It's just, a, it's a banned phrase. We're not allowed to say it. Here's the thing. You do know. <laughs> you do know. You just haven't thought this deeply about the problem before. And that's Okay. It's okay. It's not something we're taught to do. So I want you to understand that you you do have the ability to know. All right. You just need to allow yourself to go th- go there. You need to give yourself that permission to go there. Now it's very normal if you try this and you get stuck. So maybe you use the why two times or three times, and then you get to a point where you go, "No, I really don't know. I I I I I can't figure this out. I'm stuck." This is totally normal, okay? Not everyone can get to that level by themselves. And this is why coaching is so powerful because this is exactly what a good coach will do. They will ask these types of questions and help guide you towards the real cause of the problem. And honestly, some people aren't ready to go that deep. You know, you may not be ready to go that deep, But I truly hope that after you've listened to this podcast that you are feeling that you see how powerful it can be when you do go that deep and you do continue to ask yourself why, 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 why. I know that it is it it can be truly transformational when we allow ourselves to think that deeply and differently um, about ourselves. So the more whys you can ask and the closer you get to the real cause of the problem, the closer you will get to solving that problem. So my challenge for you this week, Rockstar, 
is to think about something that you're struggling with. It could be a small thing. It could be a big thing. And test out those five whys. Test out the, the five whys technique. You may even try it with a maybe a challenge that you're having with your team or your, your colleagues or your boss, maybe. Give it a go. Ask the five whys and see, see how far you can get and see how it, it, if it helps you to get to that real cause of the problem. And then by then, it'll help you to pinpoint the most appropriate solution to then help you. Now, if this does work for you, if you give this a go, I would love to hear from you. Connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm Christina Canters on LinkedIn. That's my platform of choice. So jump on over, connect with me and write a note to say that, you know, you listened to the podcast and you really enjoyed it. And I would love to hear what um, results it got for you. Or if you are feeling a bit challenged, if you're a bit stuck, then let me know as well, because I want to hear that. I want to hear that too. Now, of course, if you want to take your development further and you really feel like being part of a supportive community to help you and to coach you and to hold you accountable um, is going to help, then I invite you to join our membership program, the C-Method Academy, which is our monthly members-only training and accountability program. For more information and to join, you can go to thecmethod.com slash join. The link to that is also in the description of this podcast in your app. Okay, Rockstar, thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Keep on being awesome and I'll talk to you next week. I'm Christina Canters and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed. <laughs>